This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Omicron has gripped global stock markets again, but not so much from actual fear of the disease as fear of what desperate governments are going to do to slow its spread. U.S. stock futures, oil prices, and bond yields fell as investors worried that a rise in the Omicron COVID-19 cases could stall economic growth and add pressure to inflation. It is my belief that this fear will blow through quickly like a derecho. They will do some damage, but will be short-lived in impact. Headlines included, The Omicron variant's accelerating spread has hampered operations and slowed sales of some companies in a matter of days. Restaurants and other personal service industries are being hit particularly hard. Evidence suggests consumers are hunkering down again. Meanwhile, supply chain disruptions are threatening to rob some companies of holiday sales. Shipping and logistics providers are seeking big price boosts in contracts for 2022, signaling that the inflationary pressure is likely to persist. Lumber prices have shot up again, and conditions are right for prices to keep climbing through winter. The biggest risk to our commodities short term is that managed money will spook on headlines like those and begin to exit in a risk-off mode ahead of Christmas. Then we fully expect the real fundamentals of supply and demand for commodities will take over again, and they remain generally positive. Weekly corn exports were good, coming in just over a million metric ton. Weekly soybean export inspections were a disappointing 1.679 million tons, near the lower end of expectation. Nonetheless, a pattern of regular new sales, particularly from China, is promising a strong finish to the year. The biggest news was actually for wheat. The USDA's Risk Management Agency released new crop insurance data that shows a reduction of 1 to 2 million acres of winter wheat when compared to last year. All fall, the trade has been operating under the assumption that wheat acreage will rise in 2022. We won't get the actual winter wheat seedings report until late January, but the USDA's Risk Management Agency released data that strongly indicates that based on crop insurance signups, winter wheat acreage may actually be down 1 to 2 million acres. That's a game-changer if it proves true. It is still assumed that spring wheat acreage would rise some next year, but if winter wheat is down 1 to 2 million, we could see total acreage down a million instead. Plugging that figure into the WASDE forecasting model, lifted the average farm price forecast for wheat to $7.07 per bushel, assuming just average yields. In spring wheat, overhead resistance at $10.40 is proven very tough, but not impenetrable, given this news from the RMA. On the downside, it's important the $10 mark hold is support, and very critical that March wheat doesn't drop through critical support at 990. The coming boom in renewable diesel demand demands more soybean acres. If everything is built out as projected, farmers would have to add tens of millions of acres of soybeans and yield increases to keep up with crushed demand. Such a prospect could be considered unrealistic, but you can see where the pressure for demand will come from. To hit their numbers, soybean production would have to grow by roughly 3.6 billion bushels by 2030. The USDA's Economic Research Service sees the demand spurt beginning in 2022, while Robert Bank offered a similar outlook projecting greater crush capacity starting in 2023 as more renewable diesel facilities come online. 
Renewable diesel is not the same as biodiesel. The list of proposed and under construction renewable diesel facilities around the country would spike production from 770 million gallons in 2021 to at least 3 billion in 2023. EPA already forecasts 2022 production at 1.59 billion gallons. The U.S. Soybean Export Council projected new total capacity looking ahead at 5.97 billion gallons. That stacks on top of biodiesel production, which is a separate product in a different fuel. Renewable diesel is a hydrocarbon, while biodiesel is a monoalkali ester. These are produced using different processes. Renewable diesel can fully replace petroleum diesel, while biodiesel is approved to blend with petroleum diesel fuel, according to the Department of Energy. The EPA's recent proposal for 2022 volume targets for biofuels is now viewed as serving as a good spring forward for 2023 volumes and those forward. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, Subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.